Yo Welcome to Geese and Gloves, peace, chicken, grease, and love Thank you all for spending the middle of your week with us We really appreciate it, welcome to the fam y'all With BJJ and MMA, we rep it proud and stand tall Our fans call and we answer them quick We are passionate, our classroom is the match where we sit The match has been lit, and over time it grows Fuzzy and dupes bring you Geese and Gloves, it's time to roll What's up, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural first roll episode of Geese, Geese and, Gloves. and Gloves. I hope everybody's excited as me and Dukes are. We're excited. We've been uh, kind of freaking just getting our shit together this week. It's been, uh, been a little rough start for me this week, but uh, we're getting through it, man. We're getting through it, and we're here recording this uh, inaugural episode, man. We're really excited. For you guys. Super excited. Super excited. So... This episode will be a little bit different than uh, our you know, regular ones will be. This will be more of a getting to know us type jump off. And then at the end, we will probably discuss a few things jujitsu related. There's some super fight announcements that I kind of want to go over. And then UFC results, of course, from last weekend. Yes. All right. So which one of us is going to go first? I don't know, Dukes. I think I kind of want to ask you about your weekend. First of all, what did you do this weekend? Did you train at all? I did. I did train this weekend and uh, I had some pretty good roles and stuff. And um, so we went on Saturday, uh, did our thing. But the, what was cool about it, it was the day before I was listening to another podcast and uh, they're talking about, you know, talking to your training partner about what you want to do if you want to stand up or if you want to go Oh, hard. okay. Yeah. Start on your knees, yeah. standing up. Okay. Got and you. so I was thinking, like, you know what? I'm going to start asking my, my training partners if they want to, if they're down to like throw some punches to the body and some slaps to the face. To me, you know, if they want me to do it back, cool. But mainly to me, so I can like, you know, get more into like the mindset of if a street fight's happening, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to be... I think it's Conscious. definitely a good idea to train that stuff. I mean, with especially now with Eddie Bravo starting to combat jujitsu, yeah. it's getting super popular. And you're right. I mean, in a street situation, I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna flying armbar somebody <laughs> and end up on the ground so I can get kicked in the skull. You know what I mean? But yeah, if you do no end up, yeah, no barambolos <laughs> in the street. You know, that's a that's a pretty much the rule. But I definitely, I wish that we would train that type of stuff at, at Gracie Baja. We're a little bit more uh, structured structured than yeah. I'd say you guys probably are at Helsins. I mean, but they. Have, Maybe, I mean, maybe if I could talk the professor in on a Sunday, like, hey, let's come in and, like, slap each other and yeah. <laughs> and train. Because <laughs> like, they used to do that shit in Brazil. He used to tell me about it all the time. So. Yeah, so so what was cool is Saturday we went, and that's what we're doing. We're, we're, like, focusing on defending against strikes while someone's in your guard or whatnot. And then when we were actually rolling, he said, when you're rolling, throw some slaps on people. Like, don't try to kill each other. But, right, right. Let's you know not come down with the paymakers. <laughs> so, but let, let them know. Keep them, you know. Keep their jujitsu on us, yeah, because that's what it'll exactly. do. Too. So that was awesome because like I was wanting that, and then the next day it happened. You know what I'm saying? That's so that what's was up. so that was dope. And then um, so what, you trained Saturday. What I learned from that experience, as far as for myself, because every time I try to look at what I kind of learn for myself, where I can improve or whatever, I, both uh, I had two roles at the end of that class, um, and uh, every every time I ended up in in half guard, and I, I got out of it. You know what I'm saying? But I I was like, you know what? I want to focus more on on finding every every escape, every pass from half guard I could think of. So I started watching videos this and that, you know, so I'm like now I'm like focused on um half guard. Deep know, half like that. lockdown and stuff no, like just, that. No, just this regular just regular well yeah lot well it didn't have one of them tried that he tried, he tried he, that lockdown shit. I was like not today Satan <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, it was it was cool, man. It was real cool, real cool, man. I've good training um, training partners, so I, I loved it. That's awesome, man. 
So yeah, I trained as well this Saturday. Yes, I was going to ask you, how about you? I did train. We uh, at Gracie Baja this week. We've been going over a lot of Spider Guard, a lot of sweeps from Spider, and a lot of submissions from Spider. And then on Saturday, we went in for competition class, and Professor had a wild hair up his ass, and he's like, "We're just getting a beer and bolo all day." So we like learned this uh, pretty slick back take from beer and bolo, and then we sparred like ten rounds and called it a Saturday. Man, it was a good day though. All the all the beasts were out on Saturday. So it's, it's funny you talked about uh, the whole Spider Guard. I think I talked to you about this, but um... oh, off. Fair, I think we did have a small, yeah. a small spider. One of my, one of my uh, train partners is like, he's trying to go for that, that trying to get that last one. I was like, not today. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, you're not gonna give it to me. Oh, like, gonna no. let me take that nah, last one. Nah, 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 Because I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like that. I don't like being. I'm, I'm tall. I'm a little bit tall and lanky. I'm a little bit chubby right now. Right now cause I've been, you know, I'm getting back in right now, but I'm kind of tall. So like, yeah. For those of you don't know, Dukes is the saltiest blue belt on earth. What does that even mean? You said it last time. I don't even know what that means. Saltiest. That means he's a sandbagger, man. He's been a blue oh, belt for. <laughs> <laughs> 10 fucking years this nah. game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I, I, I've had some. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. So I had some times where I've been out and stuff. Like I was working this job for like two. The Blue Belt Blues, man. Yeah, I but there's that. that. But I mean, but like two, for two and a half years, I was working this job where it's one hour drive to work. 12 hours of work of, of working a day i was opening and closing for sure and i was one hour driving back so it was 14 hours a day i was i was working or on my way or on my way back from work right you know? and i was working six days a week had one day off i was just saturdays which i was going to train on saturdays but like nine times out of ten my the, the owner of the company was telling me hey can you work th this weekend too or, like, my bro. Day off. so i was literally only having like one the one day a week maybe one day a month in some situations where i could actually train so i got way behind with that you know what i mean no absolutely i, I kind of relate man like i do air conditioning for a living and in the summertime it gets really hard for me to train because i'm working late hours and by the time you get done crawling around in attics all day i don't know if i really feel like going to the gym and having the big guy smash on me for an hour and a half Nothing. i mean i'm a featherweight man so it's hard for me when I get, yeah. especially when you're tired but nothing so that, that was one situation that got me behind you know what I'm saying? And then the second situation was like a year ago, I was, I was having these episodes of like vertigo or whatnot, right? So I was kind of like cautious about wanting to roll. Not roll like spar, but roll like doing front rows, back rows and stuff like that. Right. Anything that's going to get me dizzy, I was worried that would put me into one of those episodes. Like an attack, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I was like kind of stayed away from it for a while for that, but now now I'm back. I got a little, I got, what I gained from that was I'm chubby now. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now I got to work that back off and get back into jujitsu, full jujitsu shape. But. That's the beautiful thing of jujitsu jiu-jitsu it won't take very long my friend exactly. as long as you keep going so and, and that's the thing is like I'm, I'm happy about this podcast because like you know what if i do this i i have to be training keep each so, other accountable exactly, exactly. that's what i was like you know we need, we need to do this because it's going to keep me into gym so that's where we're at with that you know what i'm saying so yeah we gotta get you back in not. the competition scene man we gotta get him back out on the competition yes, scene but 100 100 but um yeah so that's that. that's my my uh blue Weekend. belt story <laughs> oh you tell your, okay, tell your blue yeah my belt, blue belt story or how you got to where you're at from, how you started off okay. what, what, got, what got you into jujitsu where do you uh you know all that the whole story okay so that. right now i'm currently a second stripe blue belt at gracie baja but um he's pretty salty too just throwing it out there yeah i mean i've been training for three and a half years um the reason i got into jujitsu is i have a i had a 12 year old daughter at the time she was getting bullied at school oh no and um I was getting these ads on my uh, on my Facebook feed basically because I'm a, I've always been a big MMA fan so like they were just sending Gracie Baja was opening some schools up in my area and they were bombarding me with messages basically so I got a hold of the one of the head coaches down there his name's Lucas Rubo shout out Gracie Baja Acatillo. Um 
he hit me up and he's like, you know, just come in for a neutral class, bring your daughter, we'll see what's up. So I bring her in there. She loves it. You know, she's instantly falling in love with it. And then he looks at me and he's like, you want to, you want to take a class? And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm pretty old. I'm like 180. I was 180 pounds at that time. Almost. I'm 155. Like I said, I'm a featherweight now. So I got in that intro mat and he showed me an arm lock and I was like, dude, this is the shit. And like, I Hell literally, yeah. my whole white belt stage, like I got through, I got through white belt pretty quick. I became a blue belt, like a little bit, like one year, one month, I got my blue belt. No doubt. And then um, I kind of had the same, similar experience as you. I took a, a pretty long break. I trained for this super fight that I competed at out in uh, Tucson for Rise of the Prospects. And it was, I had just gotten my blue belt and I was like super anxious to get a super fight. And I went up against a guy who was a four strike blue belt, about to get his purple. And I trained really hard, man. Like I, I put in the time, I, I worked hard and I got mollywopped and uh it was really discouraging for me like I, I stopped training man like I got home that, I, that Ronda Rousey for real dude <laughs> like I got home I started drinking like freaking crazy again eating whatever I wanted eating ice cream at night like just being a savage and then one day. Basically, he got that uh, that that new Asgardian body. That yeah, yo, exactly. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I was freaking Thor from Endgame, dude. No I'm Thor right now, so no <laughs> shit. But now, you know, I got back into rolling, and uh, I've been going pretty hard, man. I'm going through some personal stuff right now, so it's keeping me on the mat. It's keeping my jujitsu is constantly climbing now, and I'm noticing that I'm I'm not plateauing anymore. Like, it's, there's no secret to this shit. Like, you show up, your jujitsu will get better. Word up, and mat time. It's it. It's that, all. That almost became the the name of this podcast. It really did almost become Matt time. Yeah, he's, like, it's Matt gloves time. is way better though. You it know is. what I mean? Come on, we gotta keep it real. That's awesome. But yeah, so, <laughs> so now I'm back at it, and I got a super fight lined up April 18th out in Tempe for Cage Jitsu. Uh, the guys from West Valley Rumble and AZ Nogi put it on. So uh, once that gets a little closer, of course I'll be uh, trying to slang y'all some tickets if anybody wants to come out and support your boy. Hell yeah! And, and who knows? Maybe we will uh, put the money up for a few and maybe give away some for to our listeners. You never know. Awesome. That would be that'd be fantastic yes all right so yeah now i'm just now i'm just training every day man but i'm still a two-stripe because i took like shit almost eight months off yeah and there's guys that like i've started with that just got their purples you know and it's like i ah, should be there yeah but it's like it's cool man it's the journey you know what i mean the journey's different for everybody and like i you know i brought up blue belt blues like i got it like i got it hard man especially after losing that super fight and uh I mean, and it wasn't even like close, dude. Like he took me down. He got on top of me and mount without even, without a freaking, I didn't even know how I got there, man. And then yeah. it was like head and arm choke before thing, I even knew. My, my first tournament, like I went out there, dude just bear hugged me and then picked me up and slammed me oh, on, on my head. No. <laughs> slammed me on my head. My head bounced off the thing and he went straight for a, for a, uh, Americana. Americana. Yep. That's a white belt shit yep. right there. And, and I'm gonna slam like, him. I was like, wow. <laughs> he lock his ass. <laughs> wow. And I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> That's so great. Was that uh was that a Gustavo Dantas tournament? No, or? It was a grand, it was that one right there in the oh, wall. Oh, Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon State? State, yeah. NABJJF allows slams at well, White Belt? If, uh, well, he went down with me. I think it's if you uh, go down with him. You can't just like you can't just pick up somebody and slam. No, no. He, I mean, he, he he grabbed my my arms to the side. I couldn't break fall. I couldn't nothing. He was like, was like he, oh, he like judo through your ass. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. But you know, it's crazy. One of my coaches, well, he's not at the time. He was a blue. He was like a blue belt at the time. Uh, but he's he's a black belt now. Um, he he told me because he was a wrestler. You know what I mean? Uh huh. He's like, yo, when when he when you put your arms around you, put your hand on his hips and push your butt backwards. You know what I mean? Right, right. Frame up on yeah, the you knee know so you can like, escape okay, out. Cool, cool. There's only two or three people in our, our division or whatever, right? There was only two people. It was only just me and him. What it was. 
was that all it was in that thing. So we both got to go to Absolute or whatever. You right, because you, you guys both medaled. <laughs> yeah, I got second place because yeah, I was that first happened loser. to me. That, <laughs> that exact shit happened to me at the 2018 AZ State Nogi. Yeah. First time I ever competed in Nogi, I went up against a dude from Lotus Club. Yeah. So and I just saw him and I was like, oh, I'm about to get fucked up. Like I knew, I knew like right away, bro. I was like, oh man. So we went, we went with the Absolute, and my first round, I got to fight him again. Oh shit! And sure enough, he did the exact same thing. He uh, grabbed me the same way, but this time, because dude just told me what to do. Frame I did, up I off the it, hips. And I, and, I, and I got away from it, but then he like swung and he still got me down. You know what I'm saying? But at least I, I fought it off. Right. So I, I learned from that. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And, um, and nowadays, I ain't going to let that happen no more. Cause, no, know. hell no. And then as soon as I hit the ground, he went straight for the Americana. Same thing. It was the exact same thing. He's like, yeah, Americana is my favorite thing. Of course. It's, a white, white it's the first, first submission you learned. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker right here, yo. It's the first submission I was taught. <laughs> that and a straight arm lock, man. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, shit. I love arm locks. I catch them all the time. Why? Because yeah. I've been doing them nonstop since yeah. I was a blue belt. You know? I mean, if, if I I'm mean, rolling, white belt, excuse me. Yeah, if I'm rolling with a white belt and like, you know, kind of sometimes they're like, kind of, like, they don't know what to do. Yeah, for sure. You can't co- yeah. coach them along. Yeah, I bit. coach them. So what I do is I always teach them the Americana first because it's the easy one to remember. And I always teach them the Upa, you know, so they're like, you know, so they can escape if they're, if they're yeah. mounted. I, I always teach them those two things. And this past weekend, there was a white belt, or not, it was past weekend, it was Monday, last Monday. Um, This white belt was new, you know? Yeah. And so he didn't know really much. So I, I mounted him. And when I did, I told him, I was like, okay, this is what you do. Boom. And then afterwards, we rolled with someone else, and he came to me like, yo, that move you taught me, I did it to someone, and it worked. Yeah, well, yeah, that's like, the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was It's dope. awesome, though, when you, like, are helping a guy out, and then he tells you, it's like, you see it click in his eyes. He's like, oh, my God, I just leveled up. Like, yeah. I can tell he, like, learned some fucking serious shit. So that's dope, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so that's that. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, uh, we have a lot of white belts at our school because we're still kind of a new school, but it's nice because uh, lately we've been getting, you know, like I said, we just promoted a bunch of purples not too long ago. Now we got like four legit about to be black belt brown belts that that's are dope. trading with us every day. And then, you know, we got Professor Charles, we got my Professor Pew, and then another black belt that's been coming. So it's nice, man. Like on the weekends, especially, I've been getting higher level roles and it's definitely like I could just tell that it's like stepping my game way up. That's what do you think dope. about rolling? Like, do you go? Do you ask higher belts to roll, or do you wait for them to ask you to roll? I don't ask anyone to what's roll. What's the rule? What's the rule at Helsons? There's no rule, but but me personally, since I'm a bigger dude, I'm bigger right. than most. I'm bigger than most people, and I, you're I not gonna just go call them up. No, no, out. because yeah. I feel bad because I, I like anyone wants to roll with me, I'm down to roll right, with anyone. Right. But I'm not gonna go and say, hey. Hey, come roll with me. Because hey, they're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to roll with that mother. You know? Yeah, yeah. They go like, oh, I'm going to get smashed. Yeah. But people, I mean, if people know me, like, I, I don't I don't use my weight. I got weight. I got, I'm strong. I'm bigger. And, and, and but I don't use it. Like, I mean, I should. But I, I as, a, well, as a training partner, I'm trying to be nice. You, you don't know? like goon out of shit. You yeah, know what no, I mean? You try to rely on the technique, you know? Yeah, which 100%. Is, which is, you know, especially a guy my size, 155 pounder. Like, it's all yeah. technique, man. Because every guy at my gym is... I think there's only two other featherweights. One of them's a brown belt, about to be a black belt, and the other one is a purple. And we just got this new coach. Lucas is in from Brazil, and he's a purple. He's a, a rooster. And this dude is getting ready for Worlds, and he is a savage, dude. Like, he got on top of me, and I'm like, you're a rooster weight? He's like, yeah, I'm at Yeah, I mean, it's like Brazilian accent. I'm like, dude, you feel like a fucking anvil on top of me right now. Like, I don't understand how you're so heavy. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, yeah, I'll tell you my story. Unless you have more to your story. No, I'm good. Go ahead. So me, okay. So my first, ex- my first exposure, which I think, which I think most people's exposure first was uh, USC one. Of course. 
Okay, I saw that. I think it was pay-per-view. I can't remember what it was, but I remember I watched it. You know what I mean? I did too. I and, remember. Uh, and I, I saw Hoist Gracie. And it's funny because like I saw him like during one of like the, the cut scenes or whatever. They're showing him. He was showing how to do the Americana. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And uh, he showed that move. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I've never seen a like a joint lock before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always I've watched it was like kung fu movies and people yeah, getting kicked exa- and punched. Yeah, I was like a big Bruce Lee fan yeah. until that shit came What's out. What's crazy yeah. is from that day forward. Anytime I play around, like wrestle with people, I would do that move to them, and they would be like, "Ah, what the hell?" You know what I'm saying? And so it worked, and I was like, "This yeah. is a dope You're move." Like, oh, shit, this worked. And, I, and I, I said, "Tell him, yeah, yeah, I trained some stuff you don't know about." You know, I, uh, I didn't train nothing. Nobody back knew back then, though. You <laughs> know what I mean? Everybody in America, for sure. That's when everybody was like, "Oh shit, I gotta learn this." Yeah, that especially was... if you were a martial artist, like training like kung fu or some other shit. Exactly. It's like, oh, oh. Even Chuck Norris was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to I'm Machado get... <laughs> and get a fucking black belt." Exactly. Like, He's a beast too now so. yeah for sure so then um the next thing that happened uh, i want to say i'm not now these dates are not 100 accurate i'm just, just guessing when, when they were yeah <laughs> somewhere between 200 2003 2005 ish there's this cat out here in az uh he, he does cage fighting and whatnot his name's joe cronin um i think he got into like the pro market not ufc or nothing but some other but stuff some regional stuff yeah. like lfa or rage cage yeah, or but something. he was doing a rage in a cage back in the day when, yeah. you know back in the day and um, so he started teaching me some some moves, you know. He was he was a blue belt back then. This is and he was like he was just teaching me moves, like teaching me how to defend and all this other stuff. So nice. so he was teaching me stuff, and I was like, you know what? I want a cage fight. I want to do that. So my goal was I wanted to get to uh like a, cause I was small back then. I was like at that time I was like 150 pounds. You know what I'm saying? And Damn, I'm, I'm six two. I'm six two, 150 pounds. I was skinny that's as hell. Skinny. So I was like, I want to get to 175, and I'm gonna start training to fight. Like that's what I wanted to do. So um, I tried to try to put weight on, put weight on, put it weight on. And by the time I got to like 160, 165, I was sparring with one of my buddies, and uh, he had me in some little headlock, and I jumped over him when I came down. This is on regular. It's not no mats. This is on. So it's on concrete. Yeah. <laughs> it, and I hit my knee in the ground. It messed my knee. My knee was messed up for like three months. Oh damn. And I don't know what happened to it, but it, like every once in a while it'll come back and start bothering like, me. Kind of like a contusion or some shit. Like Something. you bruised the fuck out of it. But anyway, so I was like, no, maybe I'm, you know, I, I'm injured now. I really can't really train train to be on some other stuff so i was like i started doing music instead you know so that was that and i, I left it alone a little bit for a while and then um i bought this book the book that you see right there the yeah, Hor- henzo and hoiler book nobody can see right now but there's some awesome coffee table books out here yeah. we got a machado the essence of brazilian jiu-jitsu and brazilian jiu-jitsu theory and techniques by yes. henzo and hoiler so i got those books and i started like you know training it messing on my on my own time so i thought i was the shit yeah you know what I'm saying and so then uh, but around let me see around 2010 maybe my son um we took him to a free class we found uh, gracie arizona and we took him to a free class, and he did the free class, and I was like, okay, cool. Isn't it funny how we both got sucked in by our kids? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was using him as a, I wanted to do it. You know? Right, and I'm just using him as like, a scapegoat. Yeah, wifey was like, nah, 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 And so like, I was like, well, if I get my son to it, because he was going to karate at the time. Right. And it's cool because he had a, one instructor, and then the, he got a new instructor, and the new instructor, he did. He went to uh, uh, Gracie, Arizona for a while. He went to other stuff, too. So whatever karate he, 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 um, he did, he also incorporated uh, jujitsu in it as well. Nice. So it was like, so my son liked that more than the karate. Yeah. 
So he's like, I want to do jujitsu. I was like, yeah, I know, yeah where, I know where to take you. I know where to go. So we took him for a free class and they told us the prices and everything. And I don't know why we thought it was more than it was. For some reason, we thought it was like $300 a month and that the gi was $300. And we were, yeah. like, we were like, oh, this is too much, right? Yeah. So we left it alone for a few a few years. Um, 2012, 2013, my, my, somewhere in that area, my son started, um, which was, he started in June. And then I started in September of that same year, and then my wife started in November. Now all three so, trained. Yeah, so all three of us are training now. So right, so we're doing our thing, and then um, real quick, this is a post-production add-in because I forgot to tell this story, and it's very very important. And this is my first class experience with BJJ. What was cool was was crazy is my first day of class, like. I thought I was already dope because my buddy was teaching me some stuff. And then on top of that, uh, I watched my son for like three months or so doing his thing. So I learned some extra moves. So I was like, yeah, you know, I had these books. I know what I'm doing. So I went in there. My first role was against another white belt and I defeated him. I got him in the Americana and I was like, yeah, see, I'm good at this. This is my thing. And then like my next role was with the blue belt. He was an older man. Older, little, little, old, older man with a blue belt. He's littler than me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to smash this guy. I don't care if he's a blue belt. I'm going to smash him. And he destroyed me. Like, he destroyed me. Like, he had me in, in a spider guard, just flipping me over, tapped me out. We start over. He'd do this and that, tapped me out. He tapped me out like four or five times. And I realized, yo, I don't know anything. And that's when I, I emptied my cup and said, I know nothing. I'm here to learn now. And uh, yeah, so that's what happened. And now back to your normally scheduled feature presentation. It was awesome. So then they moved to a bigger spot. Like the spot they have is the huge, the mat is huge. I know, I've drove by a couple times. I've never been inside. I'm gonna have to come catch yeah, an open mat come for through. sure. I was, I was like, that was, was huge. I'm like, holy crap, when we've got the new spot. Cause before when this little spot had like pillars in the middle, you bump into pillars uh -huh. when you're rolling and stuff. And it was like, and then now, now we got like, one in ours. We got one pillar like right in the middle yeah. of our mat, and I hit it. And all it was, the it's cool because they like, use it for training things like like jump. Kids kids used to run and jump and do like uh, um, throw their guard on it and stuff. You know. Just, oh, cool. And see how long they could hold the guard on it. Right. So that was cool. But yeah, so now we got this new spot and it was big and like we it's like we call it, I call it the green mile because like the green mat like how they have in Torrance and stuff. Oh, nice. And it's just big. So I was like, we have all this space. And I was like, we're never gonna fill this up. There's there's no way because we didn't have that many people you know but then now it's like now you're bumping into people now it's like there's so many you training guys got partners. like over 300 students I, I think it has to be like it's, it's in the hundreds man i know that for sure it's like there's so many people there so it was cool so that was that and so now we're you know i was doing my thing I, like you i got my blue belt pretty quick it was like eight to ten i think it was like 10 months 10 months i got my because when you first start you're so obsessed dude yeah. like all you want to do is like i want that Belt. like and i don't know why yeah because like because like the thing is at the at the time i was like well this one lady uh she was running like a promotion for like hip-hop and she she wanted to hire me because she knew i was doing jujitsu she didn't know much about how right. you know, how deep i was in i was like maybe seven eight months into uh -huh. it at the time and she's like um yeah what belt are you i'm like uh white belt <laughs> and you know, i'm new you know but like in karate you're a white belt for like a month you know what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> and then, yeah. then you jump up like three belts you know what I'm saying? it's crazy so it's like she's like oh well but either way she still hired me to be like a um head security and then um also i was like bodyguard for their executive there he's like a rapper slash ceo of this record label or some shit I was saying so it was cool i was doing that but yeah. i was like i was a white belt doing it you know what i'm saying i was yeah, like yeah. i kind of felt like uh people ask like 
You're almost a white belt. Yeah, I'm a purple belt, bro. <laughs> so the only thing, it. the only thing is like I, bad. Like I didn't care about ranking up really. I just I I, I didn't want to keep on saying my white belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So eventually, yeah, I got my blue belt, and that was cool. And all. another post production disclaimer, I wanted to say that I did my first white belt tournament, which I talked about earlier, but then I signed up for a second one when I was a white belt still. And I was all ready to do it. I was all happy. I was like, I'm going to smash these other white belts because I learned so much. And I was I was getting with the blue belts. And, and, you know, at my school, we were like, I was like equal with them, I felt. And so one week before the tournament, I was given my blue belt. And I had to change to a blue belt in the tournament. So I was like, no way. Now I'm going to get smashed instead of doing the smashing, right? Because <laughs> I'm taking gold this time. I was like, yeah, I got this. And to my surprise, I guess my uh, instructor knew better than I did because I went to that tournament and uh, there was there was uh, three people in our division. No, four. There's four people in our division. And uh, the first the first fight I had, I won. I won my first blue belt uh, uh, tournament I mean first match Right And I was like Holy crap Like I thought I was gonna get smashed And, and I destroyed this guy The thing is I, I took him down And I got And I passed his guard But they gave him my points So then I was behind I had to do all these extra points To get back I tried Americana the crap out of him But he, he would not tap He would not tap for nothing So I was like Oh well You know So long story short is um, That tournament happened And I went to the finals And I was so tired From the first one and um, I lost in the finals, and I ended up getting second place. But my point is, I did pretty good for my first tournament as a blue belt when I was expecting to be a white belt in that tournament. So just wanted to throw that in there, you know, so I have that story shown to y'all. And again, back to your feature presentation. And then, like, I got my next few stripes, my next two stripes really quick. And then I had, like, a little layoff. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I got another stripe. And then I had a little layoff, and you know, here I am right now. So, um, you be getting that purple soon. Yeah, you be getting that purple soon, buddy. It, it'll come, it'll come. Yeah. But so that's that's my journey with that. Um, and like I said, Helson Gracie is it's a Gracie Gracie Arizona Helson Gracie Academy. Uh, the main instructor is Nathan Ziegler, who is a um, black belt directly from Helson Gracie. And um, it's cool because now we have we have so many black belts at our school now. Like oh, we, I bet you guys we have been like around seven for a while or eight too. or nine. I, I have a lot of them, man. It's like so there's a lot, a lot of high level guys there. For so, sure. To to have um, and different body types, different backgrounds, you know. So I like it because you have so many different people to, to to train with. Yeah. So it's cool. That's awesome. I'll have to get down there for an open mat and get beat up by you guys one day. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I know I, it'd be a, it'd be some good matches. Oh, for sure. I'm pretty fast, but I'm also 155 pounds. So. Well, we have small dudes too. Like, everyone's like giants over there or something. Dude, everywhere <laughs> I go is like giants, man. Everybody's fucking bigger than me, dude. It seems like anyway. But you know what? Jujitsu is made for the, the little guy to beat that the big guy. Is so true. That is so true. So, I always That's think about that all the time. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this was meant to, to beat me. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, Cause I'm gonna give you some. So for the listeners don't know, I'm six two right now. I'm six two, a hundred, hundred, two hundred and <laughs> two hundred. Like yeah, two hundred and forty. You know, and, and my my normal weight because I got kind of got fat, you know. But my normal weight of where I feel comfortable, where I should be at when I'm training a lot. Is like 205 to 210. Yeah, you're like 215 to medium, tops. He- medium heavy. Yeah. 
That's where I need. That's where I. That's where I need to be. That's where I'm going to get back. Oh, to you'll here. get back there. Yeah, I'll do it. Cause I, I lost 20 pounds in, in a. When I was going to do a tournament, I lost 20 pounds in, in a month, easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I if I focus, it's no problem. But I haven't been focusing. But now I am. So. Thanks to this yes. wonderful podcast. Well, we thank you, listeners. It's, it's, it's all because of you guys. For real. And <laughs> we hope that, you know, as this, as we keep doing these episodes and stuff, that, like, you know, eventually we'd like to hear from some of you guys that are training out there and get some of these stories, man. Like, send us an email. Tell us uh, how you started. Tell us, you know. Yeah, so let me tell you the, the email. It's, it's easy. It's pretty much our name. It's geeseandgloves at gmail.com. And that's spelled G-I-S, the letter N. G-L-O-V-E-S at gmail.com. Go ahead and hit us up and leave us your stories. And, you know, either you can share with us or share with us, or if you want it to be shared on air, we can do that as well. Or you can tell us that we suck and you hate our fucking podcast. Either way. That works, too. We'll take we'll, we'll, we'll take everything in stride, guys. The good with the bad. Exactly. But, yes. Um, so, yeah. So, that's our two stories of how we got to where we are at and um we got a lot of long ways to go yes we do and we're really excited man and like we said uh actually i don't think we mentioned it in the uh, intro intro episode our little two minute snippet if you guys heard that but this is going to also be hip-hop overtones on this uh on oh, this yes. podcast man uh dukes has been in this local scene out here for a long time he's got <laughs> you call big, me old <laughs> he's, got, he's got the he's got the biggest collection of arizona local hip-hop i didn't up. even know you knew that, that that's what that was oh i mean i've never heard of 90 percent of these guys so so it has to be Arizona guys, right? <laughs> yeah, and see that little missing part? That's because those are on my car right now. Oh, he's bought. See, he bumps them, man. And oh, yeah. And that's what I like, dude. I'm like looking around the studio right now, and you can just tell the love he has for the AZ scene. I, you know, I rapped for like five, six years out here. I was making some pretty good waves with worst case scenario and stuff. And then, like, we kind of all broke up, and I was doing it solo for a while. And the, the scene changed, I feel like. There's not enough guys like Dukes in the scene. That uh, support everybody's out to cut each other's throat. I feel That's like. That's real. But, but you know what? To be honest, I mean, as long I've been out here since way back when stuff was really kind of starting out here in AZ, and it's always been we always been known for crabs in a barrel. Like right. I was gonna make a, a compilation and just get like the older cats on it, you know, saying it was gonna be called um, Valley of Kings, Crown of Thorns. And the reason why I wanted to call it that, the Crown of Thorns, is because. Everyone that, that ever started to blow, everyone started like hating on them. Like before, like, oh, that's the homie, that's the homie. And as soon as they get like start blowing up, they're like, oh, fuck that yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck that guy. That or when they blow up, they stop claiming Arizona. Well, and then they go uh, they go move to LA or some shit. Are you talking about a certain I think I know. Come on, you already know who know, I'm talking about. Yeah, no, exactly you're talking about. You already about. know who I'm talking about. You ain't showing Arizona no love. And you're the biggest one that ever came out of here, fool. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, I, I myself used to also, you know, I've been spitting for a minute. I'm going to give my my age away with this one. But like, since 92, I've been rapping. And uh, I started, I got onto a tape that was in the stores in 1997. You know what I'm saying? And I, I thought I was, I made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm on a tape. <laughs> yes, I was in Zia Records. I, was, I made yeah, it. I made it, man. It's funny because my stepdad used to tell me all the time, like, yo, if you would put so much time into your schoolwork as you did in this music, you would make something of yourself. You'd be someone. You know what I'm saying? Right, I was like, right. okay, cool. And as soon as he saw we had a tape in the store, he's like, hey, do you want me to be your manager? And I was like, nope. <laughs> you, you weren't supportive of me. You know what I'm saying? I got no love for you. you so there you go, guys. Jiu-Jitsu, hip-hop, and MMA all in one podcast. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to handle all that shit. Yeah. So I've been spinning since then. I make beats. I do. I had a little label I was I was running. Had some other artists, and um, I for something I forgot to mention that's kind of important to what we do is um, about I don't know how many years ago it was now, maybe 
I don't even know how many years. I don't even want to guess. <laughs> but uh, I would say maybe six or seven years. I don't know. Many years ago, I'll find out the date and I'll tell you later. But I started um, a clothing line uh, called Cobra Clutch Clothing, spelled with Q's. Q-O-B-R-A. You know, everything starts with Q's. It's Cobra, but all the C's are Q's. Um, Cobra Clutch Clothing. And um, the thing is, I always wanted to start a clothing line when I was doing just music. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. But then, like, I started doing jujitsu, and that became a big part of my life, too. So I was like, I want to do a clothing line that's hip-hop and jujitsu Right, like, sh- like jujitsu streetwear type yes. shit. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, where I train at, and you guys are probably familiar with this brand, where I train at, uh, there's a guy named Blaine. He's the owner of Control um, Industries. You know, they have, they're really popular with their geese and their shirts and whatnot. And so I went to him out of respect because, like, we're from the same spot. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to start a, a clothing line, but I don't want to be a step on your toes or disrespecting you. Right. And he's like, no, if you have a dream, do it. I wouldn't even get mad. You know, do your thing. So I was like, cool. So I, I, I mean, I, I need to get his blessing, but out of respect, I wanted to do that. That's the right thing to do you know anyway. So so he, he showed mad respect and love and I got mad love for him. So, you know, definitely check out Control Industries. They got some dope geese. Their geese are dope. You know, got some dope shirts. They, they got a little bit of a hip-hop overtone to their stuff, too. So much props to them. And, um, yeah, check out Cobra Clutch Clothing. I mean, like... The uh, logo is dope. I already told Duke, so I'm like, all right, get me one of them hats, man. And when I kind of fell off a little bit, I kind of let the clothing line go a little bit. But this year, I'm bringing it back again, too, especially with this show. I'm going to start bringing it back again. I, I, I used to sponsor fighters all across the United States. And, um, you know, saying it was dope. MMA fighters and jujitsu. And jujitsu competitors. Yeah. Nice. So it was dope, man. I had a, It was going good. And like, like I said, that job had me. I was not doing music. I was not doing jujitsu. So I was like, I'm not doing the clothing line. I'm just working. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm bringing it back. I'll definitely bring it back for y'all because it's pretty fun. It's dope, too. I think you guys will like the logo for sure. It looks like uh, it's a very hip-hop inspired Cobra with a black belt uh, red stripe in the middle of the... What's cool is this has a lot of like meeting, like it has a lot of hidden stuff. Okay, so it looks like it's a cobra head, and like the hood of the cobra makes the Q. It has like a Q. Right. But if you notice, there's this this red patch, which would be the you know the red, the black belt has, yeah, a, red has patch a red patch. But if, if if you if you eliminate the red patch, you see the the number three. Yeah. Because there's three Qs: cobra, cobra clutch, clutch clothing, clothing, which I call Ooh. Q3. <laughs> oh my God! It's like uh, Illuminati in here. That well. I'm an MC and like uh, when I say MC, I'm a lyricist. Like I have deep lyrics, you know. So everything I do has to have meaning. You right. Know what I'm saying so. Right, right, right. Yeah, now. All right. Well, that's kind of about us. Um, yes. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, how we got how we got here. I mean, I haven't really known Dukes that long, but um, we knew online. Each, we knew each other online for and, a long and time, we, and we had like a lot of the same. We got a lot of mutual friends in yeah. the scene, and. Uh, even in jiu-jitsu, so. And to be honest, I don't know if I want to throw it out there, but uh, how, I, how I first like, like, oh, this guy's cool, is we have a sports team in common. Yeah, <laughs> Steelers football. Yeah. Though, this is not a football podcast. Say, We're not going to yeah, do it. I almost didn't want to say it because like, I want to, like, some people are like, oh, fuck Steelers. We're not going to listen to yeah, this. Yeah, okay, <laughs> this is the one time, okay? We're Steelers fans. Just fucking deal with it. If you don't want to listen to us anymore, it's your problem. We're only the best team in NFL history, so. <laughs> this is getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, to be honest, uh, Patriots did. You know, they did tie They're us. tied. They're yeah. tied. They're tied. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> no one wants to talk on. about those. Animals. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was that. So it was, that was cool. And then he started, I saw him doing jujitsu. I'm like, I was, I was already doing jujitsu at the time. I was like, oh, shoot. This cat, he's like the Steelers and 
he does jujitsu. And he's into hip hop. And he's a hip hop head. I was like, dude, this this dude's cool as fuck. So it was like, uh, that's why I was cool with him. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, and then here we, we are. just kind of found our ways to each other in human form <laughs> to <laughs> record form. this fucking shit for yes. you guys, man. And yeah, so far so good. You know what I mean? So, Dukes, I think it's time for us to probably discuss last weekend's UFC, or where are we at? Let's do that, yeah. All right. So, Pull up that card for me, buddy. So, last week, uh, there was a, or this weekend, I should say, not last week, there was the Joseph Bene- Benavides versus, uh, I'm going to say this wrong. Davidson Figueiredo? Figueiredo? Yeah, Figueiredo. Figueiredo? Something like that, yeah. And dude is wild, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was some good fights on that card. So. Well, let's start with the big story from the whole weekend. Davidson Figueiredo didn't make weight. No, so, so it is is for the it's for the was it featherweight? <laughs> it was for the vacant flyweight belt. Flyweight, flyweight is yeah. So because uh, of um Cejudo, right? Yeah, Cejudo gave up the belt. Who's he's from Arizona? Shout out for yeah, to shout Cejudo. out Henry Triple C. Yeah, hell yeah! I hope <laughs> Monday you hear this, maybe you want to come on and yeah, kick, make, kick it with us. Come on, kick it with us. Send us to that next level. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring that gold. But yeah, through. so. So dude didn't make weight. So right away, like when I found that out on the Friday before the before the fight, I'm like, well, Benavidez is the only guy that can win the freaking belt now anyway. So yes. it's, so it's it kind of like was a lackluster event, but the fight. Let's not get to the fight yet. Start, yeah. Start lower on the card. Okay. Okay. Let's go. So first, the first uh, on the main card, the first fight was uh, Grant Dawson versus Derek Minner or Miner in my N N E R. And um, and so that that fight was pretty dope. Okay, so it was really good. Um, what I, what I've I wrote some, down some uh, you know some key notes about that fight. Dawson, he survived like a flurry, a flurry of, of guillotines. Like, dude, he was just on his neck, dude. He was he he put like and that's like his wheelhouse. Like, that's what he's he's known for. Right. Um, a minor minor whatever his name is. Uh, he he's known for his guillotines. So he tried like like seven of them, and dude. This one was so deep. I mean, he's done. He's done. Yeah, he's done. I thought he was done too. I don't know how he got out of that. And I was like, "What? How did you yeah. get out of that?" I was like, "Wow, Nuts. we have a fight in our hands, right?" And even um um, he threw on an armbar tent, which I also thought I thought he had that as well. You know, what I'm saying, but he. Well, his he's known for his jujitsu. His yeah, jitsu is pretty good. Dudes, it was a good. Ju- this this match was a good jujitsu uh, match. God, I love that in MMA when I see like two guys like just going at it on yeah. the on the ground. It's dope. A lot of you, a lot of you MMA fans think it's boring. You want to yeah. see knockouts and shit. Yeah, they they call themselves MMA fans, but then they don't want to one aspect of the of the game. They're not. They're you're not, all the worst. You know what I mean? By like, the way, you're all. <laughs> and then they call everybody else. Oh, you guys are uh, casuals. Like, yeah, casual. What the fuck is a casual? Like. Are you serious? You're, you're calling someone a casual yet you you don't like jujitsu and that's like you know do you know who started UFC? Yeah, it, <laughs> like do you know like the whole Horion? reason yeah, the whole reason why everybody in America wanted to learn Brazilian jujitsu is because yeah. of UFC. And then people say now like some people are like oh well you know boxers will not sometimes they'll knock a, a jujitsu guy if it's not it's like yeah but guess what I guarantee that there's not one UFC fighter at all that does not have jujitsu have in their training it. you have to know it. if anything at least to know how to defend against it you have to know, you know some of it even if you're a wrestler you got to learn something 100 yeah, percent. you know saying you need if you don't if, if there's any fighter that's never done jujitsu at all they will lose you get beat 90 percent of the time guarantee how'd that fight end up dukes tell them well it ended up in a submission of course, no way. <laughs> but 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 what's crazy is the dude that was throwing all the attempts on and stuff. He got sub. Yeah, he got sub with a rear naked choke. Beautiful. And I was like, wow, that was an awesome jujitsu. That was a jiu fight. Straight up jujitsu match with a few punches thrown here yes, and there. Yes, it was. That was a dope ass fight. And so the so the the main card started off 
very, very well. I was happy with that. The next one was a female fight. Uh, Norma Dumont versus Megan Anderson. Oh, I like Megan Anderson. Megan's pretty dope. I, I like Megan be because of her body her body type. Yeah, she's super tall and yes. lanky. And she's, you know, when she fought Cyborg, uh, she was taller than Cyborg, man. Like, I was like, oh my God goodness <laughs> yeah so i'm saying i was i was like because most most ladies they're small petite little yeah not megan man you know, megan, megan will fuck you up too because she's uh, a big she's an amazon you know like much props and respect to her is like after this fight i was like you know what i'm gonna start following her me too she, her she had a good performance man she uh she really did i believe she won by tko if i'm yeah, not she knocked her out mistaken, in the yeah. first round um with a right cross beautiful so it was a beautiful beautifully timed yeah. and landed and not not for nothing, Megan. Your tattoos are pretty rad too. <laughs> and you know what? If anyone knows anything about jujitsu, as listening, I'm pretty sure most of y'all do. Like even judo or anything, when it comes to takedowns and stuff, or even wrestling, you know, so when it comes to takedowns, you gotta get lower than your opponent. Change levels. And when you're when you're tall, like I'm a taller dude, and, and so like me me doing like hip tosses and stuff, it's harder for me to I have to get lower when I'm right. way taller than somebody. And my knees, like I said, I messed my knee up early, you know what I'm saying? So uh, my knees aren't the greatest. So having to bend down, it's really harder for me. get down, yeah. So I give her props because she was taller, and she, her takedown defense was awesome in that. Like, I was like, wow. And first round finish. I mean, the, I think the last time she fought was Cyborg, wasn't it? Or did she have one, before, one in I'm not between? Sure. I, I think really it had to remember. be something between that because I don't think Cyborg's last fight was her. No, you're right. It wasn't. You're right. It wasn't. I want to say Cyborg's last fight was was against... Well, she just... She just mollywopped that one chick in uh in Bellator. Yeah, she's in Bellator now. The cyborg's in Bellator now. I did not know. Okay, I, I know that. I think five so. fight deal. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I want to say it out loud, but I'm gonna say it. I think she's kind of scared of uh, what's her name? Of Amanda? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, do you remember that fight when yes. a, when Amanda put her freaking fist in her face? Yo. Like her her face changed, dude. She's like, oh shit, no Yo. one's ever hit me yeah. like that before. Amanda dude. is the real. Deal. Freaking beast, dude. Greatest like, of all time, female, hands down. Yeah, I, I don't give a I, shit what you say about Ronda. Ronda was fighting trash girls no, no, back in no, that but, day. No, but no, but she was fighting some good ones too. There's a few. Misha Tate was a Misha Tate was a shit. Uh, Carmouche was yeah, good. Liz Carmouche, Gina, fucking, Gina Carano. Did she? Yeah, just, Zig, Zig, Zig Round. Yeah, yeah, so so she fought some people. There but, was some good ones. But, but this is the thing. I think a lot of people went in there with with the fact of they're kind of scared of her. Oh, for sure, because because she was taking arms. She was taking arms. <laughs> yeah, she was taking them home. With and her, for and sure. hey, her jujitsu was was beast. But I mean, she judo judo was. Jiu-jitsu in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this is the thing. This is where I, I love Ronda Rousey. Like I liked her skills. She's a good fighter. She had two problems. Problem her coach of, and her attitude. Well, yeah. Well, her 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 boxing was weak as fuck. Dude, that guy that, said he was. She was like the best too. Like I'm no, like, you, the way she was bouncing, like she was like I'm stiff. Like, she had. She was not. She didn't have her arms looked, up. She, she was looked not, like a whack ass kangaroo. Yeah. Dude. She's like dunk dunk dunk. <laughs> I'm like I was like, and then she gets punched in the face and she's just she doesn't even cover up. Doesn't she's like cover uh, nothing uh. Up. Yep. I was like, yo, you're gonna get knocked out, man. But but, but Megan, shouts to Megan. We yes. got a little off track there. But she I, I, one more thing about saying. No, go ahead, go ahead. But the thing is, her getting beat and not wanting to come back, like that's. There's a few, there's a yeah, few people that, that happen broker. too. It's like, it's like, if you win so much and you, and you lose, you can't take that it. That Holly Holm kick to the face yes. broke her soul, yes. bro. <laughs> and, then, and then she came back and was it Nunez? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nunez yeah, was Nunes the next fight. Fucked her up too. Yep. Yep. Fucked her up. So, so there's that. You know, what I'm saying, and there's a two few, knockouts in a row, dude. Yes, like vicious she was ones. done. You know, yeah. what I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I think if you're a champion, like if you have that champion 
thing about you, you're gonna get up. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in hockey, like like hockey say you're always gonna fall, but it's not about when you fall, it's about how quick you get up. You right. know what I'm saying? And she didn't get back up, and that's why I kinda lost a little respect for her. Not because she didn't, you know. Now if now if you're Megan, what do you think's next for her? I mean, isn't Durandami in her she's, weight class? She, she's trying to get at uh, Nunes, I think. Ooh, I don't think she's ready. I don't for think that. she's ready for she's that. She's not ready for that. I'd like to see her and Durandami though. I bet Durandami kicks her face off though. It would be nice to see. Durandami's a beast. But congrats to you, Megan. Yes. That was an awesome first round performance. Yes, and I will be following your career from here. Yep, now, for sure. You was... got two fans out of that fight. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Let me see. The next. The next one, one was uh, Lon Kutalaba, right? Lon Kutalaba, yes. the Hulk. Yes. This guy. I heard this. Uh, I I actually missed this fight because I was uh, in the middle of doing something. But I heard through the grapevine that some controversy went down, Mister Dude. A lot, a lot of controversy. <laughs> so, so check it out. First, first you're like. Bruce Buffer or whatever <laughs> was, was, was was it Bruce Buffer? I think it was yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was he's like you know saying whatever like you know telling the intros for them and the tail of the tape all that stuff whatever. Okay, and then dude fucking Kutalaba. I can't say his last name. Kutalaba. He, he, he decides to take a stroll. He goes in the middle of the ring, right? No, he goes across the whole ring. What? All the way to the other side. To, to his face? In his face? And walked up on him, like all up in his face. And then so dude grabbed him and threw him to the side. And then... And, and, and so the, right off the bat? Off the bat. Oh, and so, my so, so God. Then the the security is sitting there just with their hands behind her back, just watching them walk across the shit, shit. And like, what? Are they getting paid? Oh, dude. They just let it happen. And then so that that was the start off the shit. So I was like, they have disrespect with each other. What the fuck is this? Yeah, like right away. And it's so, a shit show. Yeah, so that was that. And then they start going at it. And fucking, uh, let me see how you say his name. Kutalaba. No, the other one. Oh, the other guy. Ink, I don't know how to say that shit. Oh, is that? Ankaleva. Ankaleva. Ankle- <laughs> some shit. Anki Allosaurus. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if I fucked your name up because yeah. Those those Dagestan names are really hard for us. They guys. are. Sorry. You know what I'm saying, and, and <laughs> we're gonna get better yo, at this. I promise. He was putting it on him. Oh, dude, but those dudes from da- they don't fuck around. Yo, son. he he threw some a high kick, boom, bust him in his chops. He punched him, bust him. And dude was wobbling. Wobbling. He's wobbling, but he was fighting back. He's fighting back. Now, yeah, he's I a was beast. I was going for the other dude just because. That, that do- disrespect in the beginning Yeah, if you disrespect, I got no and love he for does him. that shit at every weigh-in, too. You ever see him at the weigh-ins? He gets up in yeah. your face, like, like yelling at him. Yeah, so like, take it easy, I guy. lost. Re- I don't like that shit. So I lost respect for dude. I was like, you know what? I hope you get fucked up. So <laughs> even, even though dude was messing him up, I'm being 100% honest, dude was still fighting. He was fighting back. In yeah, fact, oh, he's in, a dog. He's in, fact, a dog. In, in fact, the last punch was him punching the other dude. Like, when the when the ref was trying to stop it, he got the last he punch He got the in. last shot in. So to be honest, that was, I mean, yeah, he's wobbly. But he was still blocking and still punching. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he he was still in the fight. I, okay. I think that was not a good stoppage. You know what I'm saying? If I had to be honest. And it ended in a decision, didn't it? Ended in a uh, TKO. Oh, TKO. Or, or pretty much like a referee stoppage. Oh, ref stoppage. You know what I'm saying? So. Because he was busting him up. He was busting him up, though. He was. But uh, to be honest. That's gi- the one fight I missed on the Yeah. G- give, give him a, a, another like. One minute in that fight, dude would have been knocked out. Really? He would have been. But part of me thinks he was just pretending just to like like leave him open. Oh, okay, yeah. He was trying to... I heard what happened with... Now, somebody else told me this too. He was acting like he was more hurt. Yeah. And the ref saw... And just stopped it because it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of like what's his name? Oh, um, fucking um, Silva when he did that shit with uh, Weidman. Right, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's dazed. Then he got punched and, and he actually got dazed. Yeah, it was like that same scenario. So it was like, was he? The way he's doing it, it, I've never seen no one really wobbly like that. It was, it looked like it was staged. Like I thought he was playing around. Like he was just 
oh, you really, you really dazed me. And then he's, he's punched our dude. He's like, he's like, he got punched. And he's like, oh, you really, I, I took it as he was like pretending, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and as soon as the ref stopped, he's like, what the, he's like, he, he, you tell he was conscious of everything that was going on. He wasn't wobbling no more. So, you know what I'm saying? So that was a bad That was stoppage. a bad stoppage then. Yeah, I remember another buddy tell me about that. Um, yeah, well, was- congrats to... <laughs> To Dagestan, Dagestan guy. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> learn your name for next episode and issue a, a real apology, so you don't send your cousins that live in Arizona out yes. to our studio. Let's just call him Magomed. 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 See, I can say that. What's the First last thing, name? It's uh An- A N K A L A E V. Ankalayov. Ankalayov. Magomed Ankalayov. Something like we'll that. We'll go with that. Thirty-eight seconds in the first round. Much respect, buddy. Yeah, much respect. So then the next fight, we have another female fight. Um, Felicia Spencer. Ooh, I like her. Versus uh, Zara. Fair in her, fair in the final. Like That's here. a good. That was a good fight. It was a good fight, and and um, it went the way I thought I was going to. Felicia go. Spencer is a beast. Yeah. But to be honest, I mean, okay, to be honest, though, in this fight... Did she not, like, kind of seem like herself or something? I mean, both of them didn't really... I mean, in the beginning. Right. The, the punches, like, they look, like, really weak. Got you. And I was, like... Kind of feeling each other out. It could have been that. I was, like, I was like, I was like, okay, this is not going to go good. But, and it ended up going good. Um, She won by TKO, ground and pound. Um, Isn't Felicia known for her jits, too? No, oh, that's what I'm saying. Well, the other cat, the other girl, Zara. Oh, she's her, got her, some, her boxing. Her boxing, her was, boxing was nice before she got taken down. Yeah, like her box. She was like busting up with the boxing. Her boxing was. It wasn't hitting hard, but it was but like she was piecing her she up. She was piecing her up. Yeah, and then and then um she she got taken down and then the ground and pound she got knocked the foot off. Damn. You know, so not really not the foot, but you know. Well, congratulations, Felicia. I like you. I think you're uh, you're the future of that weight class. So keep killing it. We have one more. Oh, this freaking <laughs> fight. This fight, dude. So they promised the war. So like, I remember at the weigh-in, Davidson, after he missed his weight, his translator, he's all like, he kept saying, ah, oh, this is the first time I miss weight, you know, but I'm still going to bring the fight. Like, you know, it's a championship fight, dude. You need to make weight, 100%. bro. Like, it was the most unprofessional shit. And he just kept blaming, oh, it's the first time. It's the first time. I'm like, yeah, but it was also the most important fight of yeah. your fucking career. So yeah. I don't know. He, he would have been. He would have been. He would have been champ right now. He'd be champ right now. But guess what? It's still in Arizona, baby. It is still in Arizona. <laughs> it is still in Arizona. And dude, and then so he headbutts him, right? Like he gets accidental headbutt. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think that was intentional. No. And, I, and I was. I, I was going for Benavides. I don't like Benavides at all. I don't either. I don't I, like him. I'm be, I'll be honest. I don't but like him. I want him. him to like. He's been doing it for 14 years. Yes. He years. deserves it's like it. You deserve the at least get the belt. Yeah. One you know time. What I'm saying because you know, Sehudo is taking it from everyone's yeah, taking. Everyone's DJ. taking it from like, him, like, dude. Like he, he couldn't get it. Ain't so. nobody was gonna get it from DJ. <laughs> so like. Yeah. It was so when he, he moved on, they moved him. They, they traded his ass for yeah they, for curly hair boy for real for Ben Askren. <laughs> we all saw that worked out. To Street, Ma- Street Jesus, Street Jesus came with that flying knee. But you know what? I give him props. He took it like a G, though. He did. He was like, "Well, that sucked." Is that yeah, what you said? know what I'm saying? He, he took it like a man. That's I, hilarious. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I really respect that. That was awesome. Hell yeah, man! Like, well, Davidson, you could be the flyweight champ, but you, but you, you jacked it up. So now no one is. <laughs> so now there's no flyweight champ. Well, there is, but there isn't. Yeah, I mean, Cejudo technically I mean, still is. But why? But- why I didn't catch. Why didn't say who to? Why is he not? Because he doesn't. He don't want it. He he's don't want it, up. it. Yeah, he doesn't want to fight at flyweight. He mm. wants to fight Aldo, which he's gonna fight Aldo. They just announced that fight. That's gonna be dope. Which is gonna be dope. I mean, Aldo looked fucking good in his last fight, man. Yeah. Um, I think he got robbed. As a matter of fact, I think that was a robbery. That Aldo fight. He was dominating pretty much all three rounds. I don't know. 
that whole card actually, the judging was atrocious. I mean, well, I was, you know, judging in general in the UFC is is horrible. Atrocious. It's horrible. So, and I agree Do with better. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is, is he says like, yo, we need to get actual fighters. So he was mad as shit. Him and Dominic Cruz yeah. were like, hey man, like they were like. <laughs> They were, like, visibly pissed off on the broadcast. I was like, this is amazing. Like, something's going to yeah. happen. And then Kansas City announced live scoring. So the next time they do any, uh, I think Invicta is going to be the next. That's where Invicta is actually ran out of. Yeah. And they're going to start showing the scores in between rounds. Good. So you know where you're at or what judges think you're at. So I, mean, well, I don't know if that's the solution, but we'll, well, I think it'll help. I think it'll keep the judges honest. Because it's crazy when there's a five-round fight and one judge scores it basically four rounds to one. Yeah. And, and another one does it four rounds to one. And another one does it four rounds to one for the opposite person. Right. Like, how do you mess that up? Right, right. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? There's, like, a lot of crazy, crazy. I'm like, I can't do it, man. But, yeah, that was an awesome fight between these two. Um, All together, not a bad card. I mean, here's the thing, too. Like, there's a card every weekend now, so it's... It's hard. It's hard to get behind some of these fight nights and stuff. And I mean, especially when you got a title fight that you blow by not making weight. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I, don't I, know. But I have ESPN Plus, so. I have oh, hell yeah. I'm a subscriber for <laughs> sure because I, yes. I love that shit. You know. So and the thing is, I go to work early on, on, on those. I work graveyard shift. So I go to work early on Saturdays. So, like, I can't really watch it from home. But it's good with the ESPN Plus because I can watch it on my phone when I'm out and about. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. But yeah, like Benavides, he has some great arm bar defense because he was about to get arm barred. And I thought at one point his arm broke, but it was because he was doing a suicide escape. Oh, you know I, saying? I remember that. And I was like, oh, or the hitchhiker, whatever you want to call it. People call it different things. But like, he, I thought his arm broke the way it was like this. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. And he's still fighting. But no, he was, he was doing the, the suicide escape. And I was like, wow, that was dope. Much props to him for that. He had really good boxing in round, in round one. Davidson had that tight arm bar. I thought it was done for. Yeah. Great takedown defense. His takedown defense is really good against um, Benavides, who's, who's a good wrestler. But that big KO, yo. That KO was a left hook? Uh, straight left? Something? I can't remember what they Put him on his ass, and yeah. then he just started pounding on him. Well, the thing is this. like There, there was a headbutt, yes. Yes. But I don't think it was intentional. Intentional. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was, I was wanting Benavides to win, I, I don't think it was a That shit happens. I get headbutted at fucking training. You know? Yeah, it happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I posted up on, it's on the Instagram. You see so much blood coming out of his head. Yeah, I, it's violent. It looks crazy. Like, like, it's Whoa. like spraying out as soon as the cut happens. Because when it first happened, I, I didn't know there was a cut. All I know is I saw him like brush his, I thought he brushed his hair over. Yeah. And, and in my head, I was like, dude, are you seriously in a USC fight and worrying about your hair? Yeah, I'm like, homie, your hair's short anyway. I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're stupid. That's what I was thinking. I didn't know he was bleeding you know what i mean but i was like why are you brushing your hair to the side for real? i was like that's pretty stupid you know what i mean that's get, leaving you open for attack yeah and then next thing you know boom he gets like knocked down i'm like oh shit you know saying that like but yeah then i found out later on it's because he had blood coming down mm -hmm. he's trying to keep it out of his eye so i was like okay it makes sense but yeah he got he got that punch was so square and oh was, hell yeah that was like one of the best punches i've seen for a long time it was yep. straight in his face Boom! Full glove to the face. That geese and gloves. That was a full glove that's to the it, face. That's it. Full glove to the face. <laughs> so that's all I have for, you know, that was that was the that card. Was the card. It was a good card. Good card. For a fight night, too. Yeah, a, for a, a fight night, it was a lot of action, minus the little shenanigans in the Kutalaba fight. But, yeah. But yeah, where are we at, man? I oh, think, you said you had some, some things. Oh, yeah. A couple little grappling matches that are coming up. Um, I believe Mikey Musumeci is going to be going up against Cal uh, not no, excuse me, Cal Terra's Musumeci's coach, is going up against Irber Santos in uh, Flow Grappling's new little thing, who's number one. They just kind of started doing it. It's going to be uh, 
I think in two weeks, and there's 20 grand up on the line. I think Ooh. each coach is putting up 10 G's. And uh, so I'm excited for that, man. It's like it's, cockfighting. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, <laughs> Battle of David and Goliath, man. I mean, Musa yeah. Mechi's a my size. He's a hundred. He's a, a lightweight or a featherweight. I think he competes at either one, like 168 or or 155. I'm not exactly sure. He's small. And Earberth is definitely two sizes bigger than him. Maybe maybe almost my size. And probably on that uh, Brazilian acai, if you know what I'm saying. Uh. <laughs> but um, <He's> a <laughs> but uh, I'm excited for that. Mikey's one of my one, Mikey's one of my favorite grapplers, and uh, he's been killing it lately, man. He's on a tear, but Erbeth as well is on a freaking tear. So I'm excited for that. And then there's a Gordon Ryan rematch coming up for Third Coast, but like, who really gives a shit about that? We all know that Gordon's just gonna smash him, yeah, or he'll hook him, or freaking take his back and choke him to sleep. I don't care also, what anybody says about Gordon, man. I'm a fan. Like, he likes to run his mouth. He talks shit. But look at his freaking accomplishments in the short time he's been no-gi grappling. Now, I won't say he's the greatest of all time because you ain't done shit in the gi. Homie, you need to get in the gi and then start strangling dudes in the gi. See, gi's and gloves. Then we can talk about greatest of all time. But that's all I got. That's all I got for super fights right now. Um, but what, 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 what about up, Ricky uh, Lule? Ricky Lule, what's going on there? The um, Combat JJJ Worlds. Oh, yeah. There is a new Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds. Com- is, it th- is that this week? I'm not sure when it is. Or is, is that it's next up. week? I know it's like in six days or something. Oh, it's this next it's, weekend. It's, it's, it's on the, like the 10th or something. And it'll be on Fight Pass, so yes. I'll be checking that shit out for sure. Yeah, I was just looking at it just a second ago. In fact, let's look right now. Yeah, who else is on that? Uh, Fight Pass. Let me see. One more. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it says. Ooh, she, ooh look at that. Oh. Uh. Getting punched in the Alright, so we have the date is Eddie Bravo CJJW, the Featherweights 2020, which will be on the 8th. And who's on uh who's a main event on that? I don't know if it's gonna give me that information, but we'll Oh no! There, well, there's brackets. He does it in tournament style, so. I know, but it doesn't show. Oh, it doesn't show the fight, card or fight anything. Fight pass. You'd be pissing me off sometimes. Well, we'll we'll cover that. You'd be pissing me off. We'll be covering that next week after the. No, maybe I can go. Maybe over. I can go to the actual website. There's obviously gonna be a shit ton of tenth planet guys. EBI fifth, uh, thirteen, right? Yep. Okay, so I have it right here. Let's click on this. Well, you can talk while I'm looking for this. Help with that. All right. Yeah. While he's pulling up the fight card, I mean, this is probably. Uh, a little longer than we planned on going, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited that uh, we thought we were going to have nothing to talk about. But um, it was a good first episode, man. I'm uh, I'm super stoked about this podcast. I'm super stoked to be here with my boy Dukes while we're trying to find this combat jujitsu. You're making it hard to fight find. card. <laughs> here we go. Let's see. So, okay, combat worlds. Here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're cooking with Crisco. Yes. Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds 2020, the Featherweights, is back on Sunday, March 8th in Los Angeles at the beautiful Orpheum Theater. We will crown our first ever CJJ Worlds Featherweight Champion, featuring elite athletes such as CJJW 2019 Champion Richard Alarcon, three-time EBI Champion Gio Freakazoid Martinez. Gio Martinez is doing combat jiu-jitsu now? Yes. The legendary Iminari. Uh, Jordan Holy wow, dude. He's, a Gabriel Daffron and more. That's a fun card. Well, we'll be covering that next week, kids, let's when uh, we can, get the results. Let's see if we can get the brackets, though. Where's the bracket? I don't think they pretty much tell everybody, yeah. man. I don't think you find out until, like, the day of, but that's going to be sick, man. Rich, uh, Richie's brother, Gio. Yeah, Freakazoid. Yeah, that's going to be sick, man. 
gonna be sick. So everybody, get ready to watch that next week. I think there's no UFC next week. I think they're taking a break. Mm, let's find out. Let's find out real quick I before the, I the app before right I put here. out fake news. Fake news. Then uh, Trump comes on. You know those skis and gloves guys. They be giving out fake news. It's fake news. I tell you. Oh, let me see. So you oh, say fight. Uh, yeah, are, is there, upcoming. Yeah, upcoming fight. There is because I, I haven't heard anything. Now the next, the next one is the next one. Adesanya yeah, and, and Romero. The next one. So we'll be breaking. Yeah, we'll be breaking that motherfucker down fully in the future. Yeah, who, dude? That card is gonna be pure fire. So we got, we got that fight. Then we got uh, Zhang and. Um, um, oh, wait, we Zhang. <laughs> yeah, and um, someone else. that's on that Asai. Joanna. Joanna. Whaley Zhang's on that Chinese acai. USADA don't USADA make it to don't China, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jeff Nowitzki ain't dry, flying his ass out to fucking China. All I gotta say is I would never in my life want to get in a cage with Yoel Romero. No, but that's what I got a, a lot of mad respect for Adesanya for, man. He called he's a that, beast. He called that dude out. He's like, nah, he, I gotta beat him. Yo, Damn. He's, he's been tearing motherfuckers up. Though. Oh, no, he's he's peace. He's, he's the he's real deal. And he can dance. Yeah, and he can dance. Come on now. Pretty, got the pretty, full package. Pretty fantastic, man. So there's a lot of good fights coming up. Stylebender. You got got Combat Jiu-Jitsu World coming up. You got that UFC with uh, Romero and Adesanya coming up. So we got plenty of stuff to cover for you guys in the next upcoming weeks. Yes, we do. And this will be the last post-production add-on. Uh, we failed to realize that the UFC 244 card is actually this weekend. We thought it was the next weekend. So... Uh, we did our. We wanted to do our predictions. So here are our predictions. They're pretty similar, and um, so I'll say whose is what. So for the main event, Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero, uh, we both can we both put down as it would be a decision. So there's that, and then with the Zhang and Jerichek fight, I have um Zhang knocking out. Joanna uh, in the third, whereas uh, Fuzzy has Zhang knocking out Joanna in the second. So that's where the difference is with us on that one. And then um, the Benil and Drakkar fight, I have uh, Benil getting submission in round two, and uh, Fuzzy has Benil getting submission in round three. Um. For the Magni and Lee fight, um, I have Magni winning by knockout in the third. Uh, Fuzzy has Magni winning by knockout in the second. And for the last and final fight, um, Oliviera versus Griffin, um, I have Oliviera winning by submission in the first. And Fuzzy has Oliviera winning by decision. So our predictions are pretty similar to each other. They're not dead on, but they're most of them are pretty similar except for like a different round. Aside from that last one where I say it would be submission in first, and he said it would be a decision. So we will find out what happens there. Uh, what we want to do is, but it's not available right now, it's not working for some reason, is the UFC pick them so that we can keep track of scores over time as far as who, um, you know, who... Pick the right ones, you know, in the right times and all that stuff. But the problem is uh, that is not working. So there's a, a app called Fight Picks that I actually used to um, put our our scores and at least mine in. I'm going to have him download the same app. So this way 
uh, we can go ahead and you know keep score that way as far as like our per- our predictions and if they're right or not. But we want to hear your predictions, so definitely hit us up at Geese and Gloves. That's G I S N G L O V E S at gmail.com or go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all Geese and Gloves. And, uh, you know, let us know what your predictions is. We want to hear what your predictions are as well. So let us know and we'll see what's popping. All right. Now let's get back to this outro. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's it for me, man. I'm- I think so, too. Like, yeah, this is kind of like a, a hog, a hog pog, I think the word is, uh, episode. Mainly we wanted to just, uh, you know, introduce ourselves, how, you know, our jujitsu journey has been to this point and then touch on the few little things we did. But um, we're going to have it more structured in the future. Absolutely. You know, we will talk about um, basically how our week's been that week and what we've trained, etc. Exactly. And then we'd also talk about some MMA stuff, a segment about that. And then jujitsu, talk about that. And then, you know. We'll just keep it going, man. Yeah. You guys, I think uh, I think you guys are going to dig it as we keep going. We're going to get a little more structured, like Duke said. And uh, I think it's going to be a great podcast, guys. Now. We get to tell you where to follow us on all the wonderful social media platforms. I know we're on Instagram, Geese and Gloves. Yes, all, everything is Geese and Gloves. G I S, the letter N, G L O V E S. So, so follow us on the gram, follow us Instagram, on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Um, what else? Uh, blah, 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 oh, and the download email. the show, right? Download the show. Yeah, you, you, right now, currently, because we just started off and it takes some time to get onto the platforms. Currently, we are not. Well, you're probably listening to it right now on Spotify. Spotify is on. By the time this episode comes out, because we're doing it like a day or so early, we will be on iTunes. And then, on the, all the major platforms. Yeah, all of them. You know, eventually, uh, then like iHeartRadio takes about a couple weeks to get on. So just search Geese and Gloves, guys. Yes. Download, hit that download button. You'll and see that black and gold uh, uh, logo. You know you, you found it. You already know you found it. Yes. So until next week, Dukes. Yes. We'll see you, beautiful bastards, later. Beautiful bastards. Welcome to the gang. Woo woo. J and G. Us. <laughs> <laughs>